Welcome to the Non-Alcoholic Drinks Podcast, helping you navigate the ever-growing world of what non-alcoholic drinks have to offer by bringing you the latest news, interviews, and drink reviews. Now, here is your host, Jonathan Lambrianidis. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Non-Alcoholic Drinks Podcast brought to you by tipplezero.com. This is a podcast for anyone looking to take the guesswork out of what an alcoholic drink to try next while staying up to date with the latest news and new releases. My name is Jonathan Lambrianidis, and today's episode is supported by Brunswick Aces, the creators of Australia's first non-alcoholic gin, founders of Australia's first non-alcoholic bar and bottle shop, and the online home of Non-Alcoholic. They have been kind enough to offer listeners a 12% discount using the code TIPPLE12 at checkout on their wide range of non-alcoholic beer, wine, and spirits from all over the world. So to find out more, head over to brunswickaces.com and choose how you drink, not if you drink. Oh, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Non-Alcoholic Drinks Podcast. Today, you've got just me, and we're going to be covering off a bunch of drinks that you can try over Christmas and summer, some of the favorites I've come across in my crazy Tipple Zero journey so far, and what you can expect from Tipple Zero in 2022. How on earth did we get to this part of the year already? It's just manic, um, but it is exciting to nearly be at the end and having a holiday. I will be having hopefully all of January off and have some time to plan out 2022 and have some downtime. And I think after the year that we've all had, it will be some welcome time away from the keyboard and the microphone. Alrighty, I'm going to kick off with reviewing some beers, wines, and spirits, as well as a few ready-to-drink options, and they are going to be ones that I've really enjoyed and are going to be awesome for all summer long, or all winter long if you are unfortunately going through winter in the States at the moment. But let's get to it, and let's kick off with a few of the beer options. Alrighty, I'm going to jump into my favorite pale ale and one of, if not my ultimate favorite non-alcoholic beer for the year. And that is no easy feat given you've got the likes of the Big Drop and a whole host of others out there as well. But we'll get to those later because right now is about the Bridge Road Free Time Pale Ale. Now, it has an absolutely cracking flavor profile. It has a nice, bright, and fresh hoppy note that's full of citrus and resiny notes. So there's two key streams of hops in there, as well as a nice, warm, multi base. And it's all wrapped up with that well-weighted mouthfeel and a light bitterness to finish. So it is just a beautiful tasting pale ale and one which I'm absolutely looking forward to getting more and more and more of as summer progresses. I've recommended this one out to a number of people who have taken it when they are driving or they're getting off to a Christmas gathering and they've got some other things to get to in the afternoon and don't really want to drink, they've taken some bridge road free time with them. And just by being out and about and sharing it with people, it's really awesome to hear the feedback they're getting. And that includes people who don't normally drink non-alc or are not really keen on non-alc beers and everything they offer are having their minds blown by it. They're saying they cannot believe the flavor, the depth and the complexity in there. They're like, I can't believe it's actually good, which is an awesome thing to have. And I'm so glad that this beer is kind of helping bring more people into the industry and the category as well. So it's a great little beer and I would highly recommend it given the multi-base, so that really complex multi-base. So I am going to be having many 
many of these over the summer months to complement anything else I'm drinking. I'm really looking forward to stocking up on them. So if you find them, please don't buy them all. Leave some for me. As always, if you are looking for the full review, I will drop it down in the show notes and you can find them either in the link in the description below or over at tiplezero.com forward slash session 012. And if you head across there, you are going to find me looking goofy with a can in my mouth, a glass in one hand, and a thumbs up with the other hand. Now, if that is not incentive enough to go and have a look at that review, I don't know what is. But the beer is what is the incentive. So jump across and check it out. Let's have a look at another beer, and that is the Weinstefana Non-Alcoholic Lager. Now, for me, the Wine Stefana is the one beer that has offset, or should I say dislodged, the James Squire as the non-alcoholic lager for 2021. So what is this Wine Stefana all about? Now, I love the multi-base in this, the hoppy notes in there, which are floral and really crisp and clean, as well as a bit of a hoppy bitterness in there as well. So this has all the hallmarks of a traditional German lager without any of the drawbacks. And I just really enjoyed the way that there was some underpinning maltiness and a nice clean and crisp finish in there. The carbonation for me was really quite interesting because it was really active and creamy. It just gave a nice creamy mouthfeel as you were drinking it. And I mean, I think I've had five or six of them now since writing that review and I just love the novelty factor of a long neck bottle. So for me, this is my number one lager for 2021. It is the Weinstefana. I would highly recommend getting some. Alrighty, with the Bridge Road out of the way and the Weinstefana ticked off, I want to give you just one more beer. I was going to keep it to two, but I just couldn't help myself and had to give you the Heaps Normal Quiet XPA. It is just one of the originals in the space and has a really well-balanced multi-base, which has a bunch of hoppiness in there as well that focuses around tropical and fruity notes, and they're really well-balanced and combined together in each and every mouthful. Now, you are going to find the multi-base there kind of follows through and lingers through each and every sip, and you are finishing off with a beautifully crisp and clean pointed bitterness and mouthfeel. So this is one I think is just going to be a real big hit for more and more people as they come into the non-alk space, especially those that enjoy a pale ale or an IPA. So the Heaps Normal Quiet XPA is going to be an absolute corker. If you haven't tried it, go and get around it already. Okay, so the wine space of things. Now, I feel like I have to be stingier here because there are so many options that I'm just going to give you my favorite, my top most drunk version that I've had throughout the year for a couple of different varieties or variants. Now, I'm going to kick off with the Giesen Zero Sav Blanc. Now, that one for me is full of those juicy passion fruit notes, and it has a nice tanginess to it too. There's a little bit of sweetness in there, but I kind of define this one over in the review as, you know, not too sweet, but definitely sweet enough. Now, I also like the way this is balanced out with a nice acidic finish to kind of push and pull against that sweetness, and it also brings together a delicious level of like red capsicum note in there as well. Now, I think this screams one word at me, and the Giesen, as I wrote it up was like complex. It's just got so much going for it. The weighted body is there and it just doesn't leave you feeling like you are missing out on much when you are drinking this. Now, you're naturally not going to get that heat or that whack from the alcohol that you get from alcoholic wines, but you are going to get a really amazing flavor profile. And this one is by far the best white wine I have had all year long. 
Now, jumping across to a slightly different variant of white wine because this one has bubbles. So I'm going to be talking about the Venata Sparkling Chardonnay. Now, this one has a damn near perfect profile, taste, you name it, it is awesome. I found the flavor profile was complex and deep and it was really built around those apple and melon notes while being equally dry and crisp. Now, I found that the Venata being grown from that exclusively French Chardonnay grapes is a little bit fancy, and it loves to really give you that snap of acidity and that dry, crisp finish, which I think really makes this wine, and a lot of other non-alcoholic sparklings lack that. They lack the dry and crisp finish in each mouthful. Now, I really think the Venata team have done an awesome job at pulling all this together, and it's no wonder they have been heavily awarded through the year of 2021. So, so my all-time favorite non-alc sparkling wine goes to the Venata for the sparkling Chardonnay. Now, I will also give you a quick heads up that they have a two others in there. There's the Aryan Gold and the Sparkling Tempranillo or the Rosé as they call it. So I would check those out as well if you're looking for a couple of other options from these guys too. By the way, if you're interested in picking up a bottle, I will throw some links down in the description or over in the show notes over at tipplezero.com forward slash session 012. And you can find out where to buy them and pick them up online or in store wherever you guys shop. Okay, so I want to round out the wines by talking about a rosé. Now, for me, I love the Senorio della Tautila non-alc rosé. It is made with all of the Tempranillo grapes from Spain, actually the biggest winemaking region in Spain, and it is super, super hot there which means that you are going to get lots and lots of strawberry and raspberry notes and peaches in there as well, which I found quite interesting. And it is nice and light and fruity, really sharp and pointed, and it has a really well-rounded body too. And I think this one is going to be a real hit as people start to discover it on shelf or online. And I feel like there is going to be a lot of interest in this one purely because of the fact you get a dry finish that doesn't really overload you with sweetness. So as you've probably gathered, I'm not the biggest fan of overly sweet wines. So this really ticks the box for a rosé. And I love the fact that you can pick it up in either the 750 mil if you are going to have a party or you're going to be drinking it relatively quickly, or you can just grab a 250 mil, pour yourself one mega glass and be on your merry way for one session and not have to waste any. So there you have it. My favorite non-alcoholic rosé is the Della Tautila non-alcoholic rosé. So I think that kind of rounds out my non-alc wine position. I have a bunch of them coming through for you at tipplezero.com and I am going to be giving you more and more information on non-alc wines as 2022 progresses in a few different formats, but I think you're going to have to stay tuned for that one. Okay, let's move on to the spirits in the non-alc space. Now, I reckon you've got a couple of different streams here. You've got the traditional gin or gin-like sort of spirit, and then you've got a darker spirit as well. Now, I'm going to kick off with the gin or gin-like spirit, and I'm only going to choose one, but I think because it is Christmas, you have to go with the Christmas tasting one. And that comes from the team over at Brunswick Aces, who, as you would know, are supporters of the podcast. Now, the Hearts Sapir is one which is built around spiced notes of cinnamon and clove, and there's just a beautiful, warm, and complex Christmassy vibe. Now, I'm not going to bother explaining it further because Steve, who is the CEO and co-founder, was on the show last time around, so I'm going to cut to a grab from him, giving it the justice it deserves from an explanation point of view. In that sense, with the Hearts, it was slightly different 
different. We actually went the other way around. We, a couple of us are from the Northern Hemisphere and missed out at Christmas on all of those really warm, spiced an eggnog or a mulled wine, perhaps. And so we felt that those that aren't drinking should be treated to that kind of flavor palette. And so what started out as a bit of a Christmas blend that wasn't supposed to stay on has now firmly been put into that Hearts Blend name because people just love that style. And again, it's away from sweet, but it's got all those kind of complexities that people miss out on and it can be you know, a real winter warmer. But to be honest, it can be used across the year. It's got some great qualities. And again, the complexity that everyone's looking for in a really interesting adult tasting drink, they're all there. And then again, we've just married that up and, and made an alcoholic version so that it can all be shared together. So that is the Brunswick Aces Hearts Sapir, and it is uber delicious. It is beautiful. And I actually have a new bottle sitting on my bench that I picked up the other day. I was in Dan's and I'm like, I want to buy something new. And I'm like, it's Christmas. I need another bottle of hearts. So it is beautiful. And I highly recommend grabbing that as one of my favorite ones for the year. Okay, so I want to hop across to the dark side of non-alcoholic spirits. And that is not meant to be a pun. It is simply the color of them. So the dark spirit I want to talk about is my favorite and it just edges out the other product in the range. I really love the floral wormwood by the team over at Gnista. Now I chatted to Erica, who is the founder of Gnista a little while back. And it was really interesting to hear the way that she and her right-hand man, Frederick, go about creating these drinks. They really take a food tech approach and are like, well, we need to kind of bring everything in and do different things to get different flavors people haven't been able to achieve before. So I loved hearing all about the way that they were creating their drinks. And for example, one of the ingredients they use is rhubarb. And we were talking about the way that spring rhubarb behaves differently to late season rhubarb. So it is just that level of innovation and creativity that is really helping drive the category of non-alk spirits forward. But from a flavor profile, I'll give you a quick rundown of the Nista Floral Wormwood before we move on. Now, the Nista combines flavors of dark, ripe raisins with hints of citrus, bright orange notes, and a woodiness in there as well. Now, that is all brought together and finished off with a beautiful tart bitterness and a really nice lingering heat in there too. I was actually really surprised at the level of heat that came from this drink. So you do get that burn and that really amazing feeling that you get from a traditional spirit in this non-alk spirit. And I've given this to a few people as well and my family when they came over after the COVID lockdowns finished and everyone was like pleasantly surprised by the fact that there was actually some heat in a non-alk drink. It was really quite nice to be able to share that and garner their reactions as they were drinking it. Okay, now I couldn't leave you without talking about my two sets of favorite non-alk ready-to-drink options. Now, for me, I absolutely am loving the Sea Arch options at the moment. They are a non-alcoholic G&T, or as they tone it, C&T, and the non-alcoholic Rose and Tea. So as you would guess, the C&T is all about the gin and tonic classic profile. It is juniper led, has some beautiful citrus notes in there, and the Rose and Tea is just a different take. It's got this beautiful rosy profile, some rose watery profile, a bit of a different mix, but both both of them have a cracking level of bitterness in there and an absolutely well-weighted and lingering body. And I think that comes from having sugar in there. There is a little bit of sugar. I think it's around 10 grams in each can. But that said, you cannot replicate what sugar does for a drink and the amazing mouthfeel it creates with an artificial or even a natural sweetener. So for me, the 
CR Trange is one of my cracking go-tos at the moment. And the other one, I wanted to leave it till last because it is my all-time favorite non-alk ready-to-drink option range. And that is from the guys over at Yes You Can Drinks. Now, I came across these a little while ago, picked a few up and had a few sent to me from Tyler and the team. And honestly, I love these so much. And I think it kind of builds back to what I was talking about when we were chatting about the Nista. It is the heat. And the guys have been able to put together a flashback concoction in there that really creates that heat and warmth in your mouth and leaves you with a lingering heat. I'll actually cut to Tyler talking about that now so you can hear all about the creation and what it all means for each and every glass of, or can I should say, of Yes You Can. Yeah, so that's what we've kind of coined our proprietary flashback blend we're kind of reworking or reframing the flashback um flashback connotations with drinking too much and i've had them in my time where i'm thinking oh man did i really do that i'm having these you know demons these flashbacks so we thought we could kind of reframe that and be a bit funny and be hopefully on brand with that and we've kind of saying hey we're reframing the flashback it's the flash against the back of your throat it's that pleasant warmth that you get when you're having an alcoholic drink we didn't want to overkill because we didn't want it to be like sriracha um, burning of <laughs> burning of the esophagus, but we wanted to give a little bit of um, pay a bit of a tribute to that sort of nice or pleasant or sophisticated um, mouthfeel that that um, alcoholic drinks do offer. Okay, so now you know all about the flashback, I want to give you my favorite one. And even though I'm kind of sitting here talking about it and I prepped for this episode a few days ago, I've actually changed my mind three or four times about which one is my favorite. And I go between the dark and stormy and also the G&T. I don't know, I'm going to have to land with the dark and stormy but the GNT, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna sit on the fence and give you both. So I'm not sure which one I prefer the most. But I, I'm actually gonna cut to a grab of Tyler talking about the uh, Dark and Stormy right now because it's his favorite as well. So here's the grab from Tyler chatting about the Dark no, and Stormy. Our Dark and Stormy is quite a sharp ginger to begin, and then cut through by a lime and a sort of smoky note to finish. And that is like a way more complicated and complex ginger beer I suppose but people understand the ginger beer so it's not a massive education piece around it Alrighty, that wraps up all of the drink options. To round it out really quickly, you've got the Heaps Normal Quiet XPA into the One Stefana Lager and finishing off as a probably number one beer for the year is the Bridge Road Free Time Pale Ale after that, you have the wines. So you have the Venata Crispy Chardonnay, the Geeson Zero, and the Della Tautila Non-Alcoholic Rosé. For the spirit front, you've got the Brunswick Aces Christmas Vibe with the Heart Sapir into the Nista Floral Wormwood. And also, you've got those ready-to-drink options from Sea Arch and the Yes You Can range as well. So again, I will put all of these links for you down in the description and also over at the show notes over at tipplezero.com forward slash session 012, where you can find out the full reviews and also where you can buy them. Alrighty, I'm not going to keep you for two much longer because I know it is Christmas time and everybody is super keen to get out and about. So in short, I'm going to have some time off on the podcast front at least until around the end of Jan, I reckon. 
but I may be back earlier if anything exciting pops up or if I'm really keen to get you some news or new drinks that are out there as well. Now into 2022, I am really keen to bring more stories about people who have decided to jump across or away from alcohol or just use non-alcs to reduce their alcohol intake. So I'm going to be bringing a little bit more of that in there, also building in just a few shorter episodes and maybe dropping them on the off weeks if I can that give you a little bit of a taste of a full review in audio format. So I might drop a review about a beer, a wine, or a spirit on the off week or just tack it on to the end of another podcast. Now, I think that's going to be cool because it means you can have the reviews on the run and in your pocket all the time. So have a great holiday, an amazing Christmas, and thanks so much for listening for the year. I really appreciate you guys. It's been a really cool ride, and I just cannot wait to see where this industry goes because, guys, things are just getting started. The quality is flying, and things are really going to keep growing. So I'm excited to see what 2022 brings, and I'm really excited to bring you some new things in January. Alrighty, I hope you have really enjoyed the content I've been putting out over the past year and I would love to hear from you guys. So if you listen to this one, head over to Instagram and follow along there. That is at tipple zero drinks for my Instagram. And you can also find all of the information about the drinks from today's episode at tipplezero.com forward slash session zero one two. And there you can find where to buy it, all of the reviews for today's drinks and all the other info that I've chatted about. Alrighty, have a great Christmas team and I look forward to touching base with you guys more in the new year. I hope that I can get out and about and meet some of you and hopefully I can get more of an opportunity to do that when work is not so crazy. So I will chat to you guys in the new year and have a fab time off and enjoy the unwinding. I'll chat to you guys soon.